Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Maintaining our lifestyle in retirement is a delicate balance between managing expenses and enjoying all that retirement brings. On today's show, we highlight some expenses you can eliminate to maintain that balance. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, Kevin is uh, president Frisbee of Frisbee & Associates. He is a contributor to Money Magazine, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day, and, uh, well, so much more. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, great, Steve. How are you doing? Well, welcome back, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Well, to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> we were both gone for a week. <laughs> That's right. I just wanted to say that, though. Yeah, well, know, thanks. I appreciate nice it. nice to take a break. It is, and it's all, it is real nice to come back, too. You know what I mean? Just yep, to kind yep, of feel like it, you're uh, doing something again. And, and here we are. And here we are. And and I like what you talked about there, about, you know, this that delicate balance between, you know, having fun in retirement and not being worried about money. And and really, that is what you at Frisbee & Associates help us manage so well. You know, it is a delicate balance. And when we lay out a plan for people and put, it, put something in place, we're talking about maintaining lifestyle. As I said, maintaining our lifestyle in retirement is delicate, but it's the most important thing in my view. Make, making sure that you don't have to, um, as some people say, I don't want to end up eating, eating cat food, Kev. I said, don't worry. I'm going to make sure of that. <laughs> uh, I'm a good cook too. So you're not going to eat cat food. Don't worry. But no, in all seriousness, maintaining a lifestyle, not having to cut back is my goal for my clients. If I, if I can put people in a position saying, if you don't have to change anything, you don't have to, you know, uh, uh, sell a vehicle. You don't have to, you know, change your buying habits. You you want to go out to eat on a regular basis like you normally do. You want to spend money on the grandkids like you always want, always wanted to do and still want to do. You should be able to do that. So how do we do that is the, the goal and, and the question a lot of people have. Kev, do I have enough saved and how do I put that balance in place? And I think one of the other questions is, uh, and, and I know that you get this one, is what do I do with my mortgage? Should I pay it off? Should I keep it? What makes the most sense? Well, especially in today's low interest environment, uh, people are finding themselves refinancing more more later in their life. So I'm not opposed to people having a mortgage, obviously, Steve, if, if they retired. My goal ultimately is get eliminate all the, all the bills and all the debt, obviously. But now with mortgage rates being so low, it's a, it tears me up inside because, uh, you know, people can get 2.5, 2.6% mortgage rate in, in today's market. You know, do you pay it off or put that money to work? And there's an argument on both sides of that. There's a peace of mind part of me that says, no, let's get it get it paid off and let's not have to worry about it. There's the financial side to me that says, wait a minute, Kev, you're making good, you know, seven, eight, nine percent in a conservative managed account. Why would you tell somebody to pay off a mortgage? So 
I guess it's a personal choice. We're going to kick that idea around, Steve, but it but it ends up being a personal choice. I mean, there was a day when, you know, you would burn the mortgage. That was always a, you know, a monumental event. And, and today, with today's interest rates, like you said, it might not be as monumental as we thought. It might not be. So again, that's one thing we want to talk about if, if it's not... Uh, if it's not a big deal to you, maybe you don't pay off the mortgage. And if okay. it's a big deal, maybe we look at something like this. So let's say somebody retires this time of year, September time frame. they've got a few months left in the year and they retire and say, hey, Kev, I want to pay off the mortgage. I got $60,000 left in the balance. All right. Just using a simple example, what I'm going to tell them is if we do uh, pay off the 60000 you don't want to do that probably in a lump sum from your retirement accounts because you're going to have taxes. If you've got money saved in a savings account, it might be a different story. But let's assume you only have retirement money, pre-tax money that you haven't paid taxes on yet. Okay. We might take 30000 this year and then wait until January 1st next year and take the other 30000 And that way, you've spread that tax burden over two years and minimized probably what your tax bracket's going to be. So that's just one thought when you're looking to pay off mortgages. Maybe we do it over a span of two, three, or four years. Sure. So we're talking about ways that we can, you know, some costs that we might not have once we get into retirement. And of course, and again, there's these a lot of these can just run together. But uh, you know, the commuting costs, and you you mentioned a second car. Maybe, maybe we don't need that. So those are some things that that we can do. Are those things that you talk about as well? Well, commuting costs is a big deal if you're driving back and forth to work. Although COVID's changed that a lot in this oh country. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, now we, we, we've, COVID's almost single-handedly <laughs> eliminated. I, I think I, the number was 60% uh, drop in miles driven in the United States in 2020, 60%. Oh my gosh. Well, when you, and you, that's because a lot of people working from home. So when you think about that cost savings for people working from their home, and by the way, you're going to see a big change. It'll, in fact, it'll, we've seen a big change. It'll never go back to the way it was where people go back to the offices and go back to these buildings and, and call centers and that type of thing. You're going to find that this is going to be a, a forever trend um, here. So commuting costs will be cut down um, permanently anyway. And then that second car thing you just mentioned, you know what? I, I've told a story a dozen times about my parents in, in Rutherford. My right. dad retired from Hannaford, and the first thing they did was sell the second car because they spent all their time together. They say, what are you guys, crazy? I mean, you, you need a little bit of independence. And sure enough, six, eight months after uh, they had sold the second car to find it, they needed a little bit of time to do their own thing. So right. now, <laughs> right now, they're finding themselves to go buy a second car again. And so <laughs> I, I, I chuckle about that because I don't ask your son, who's one of the top financial advisors in the country. No, nope, don't ask him about your thoughts on selling the second car. Jeez. It's a funny thing, right? It is a funny thing. And, and you know, as we start looking at that, you talk about commuting. I mean, my wife is now permanently working at home. See, and it, she'll probably be be doing that for forever. And you the second car sits in the garage, quite frankly. <laughs> but it's there just in case you need it to Exa get out. And she does. There you go. Anyway. See? So, you know, and then we talk about, you know, clothing and the other kind of job-related expenses. I mean, you know, other than a shirt, I mean, nobody's wearing pants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see some of these uh, some of these uh, posts that people put on, on social media of, uh, you know, the, doing these Zoom meetings. All of a sudden, people are in their pajamas. But it's like going to Walmart now. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing a Zoom meeting, <laughs> everybody in their soft clothes. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about this one that you call it time-saving costs and, and, you know, the, the ease of... I mean, you know, you come home after a long day at work, the last thing you want to do is cook dinner. So we take the easy route, but we might have to rethink that. 
Absolutely. And the fact that if people are working from home, there's no excuse not to have dinner going, right? Yeah, <laughs> Is that course. what you tell your wife? No, <laughs> no believe me, I don't. <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joking, yeah, totally. Yeah. All can decide. It could be the guy or the girl, if you're, if you're married, let's say, or sure. have a partner, whatever that is, that if somebody happens to be spending more time at home working, well, it's easier to be able to throw something in a crock pot, right? And right, all of a sudden, you get dinner at home and you kind of save from having that quick uh, go out to eat type thing. And actually, you can eat healthier. Yeah. Uh, in that way. Yeah. Well, and and save money. And I mean, there's a whole lot of benefits to it. And and, uh, and plus, I think people are are hesitant to go out so much right now. You know now. what? That, that's true. I mean, you see, we, we do our fair share of traveling out uh, to eat to restaurants right. and different places. And obviously, there's there's less people than there used to be. Right. But it, it's starting to change. I mean, I, I think people are just, first, first of all, some people are just sick and tired of being uh, stuck at home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. And yes. uh, and then some people are saying, you know what, I'm going to take a little baby step, little baby step, and, and um, you know, I'm, I'm going to find my way. And then there's the extreme. The other side is, you know, some people have not been out of the house. I've had a couple client reviews recently that they said, well, you're my first time out of the house. And I almost dropped out of my chair thinking, oh, my God, you know, that's, that's, that's really taking a... A, a safer route. And, uh, and, and a couple of these people didn't have underlying health conditions, which is kind of interesting to me. Right. Um, you know, so I guess it, it depends on how you feel about everything going on outside. So uh, to me, as, as we start to go through these, this list, it, it seems to me that this is a, a major shift, even in retirement planning as a result of all of this. It is. I, I'm finding people have more uh, more money saved up because they're not going and traveling um, to some of these trips that they normally take, like vacations or whatever. Uh, or they're doing a staycation, which means they're not spending likely as much money. So I'm finding people putting more money into retirement accounts. I'm finding people increasing their 401k contributions and just tucking some of that extra money away, which is a, a good thing because at the end of the day, most Americans don't have enough money saved for retirement. That's sure. just the flat out bottom line. So if this is given the ability uh, to to take advantage of that, well, that's okay. That's, that's, that's I guess, a positive thing um, coming from uh, this terrible COVID situation we've had. So as an advisor, I mean, are you looking at things differently? Yeah, you know, I'm glad about this. I'm glad that most people are still willing to come in face-to-face. Uh, -face. Sure. That's my, my, I would not, I love the fact that I have conversations, in, you know, face-to-face -face in front of people. Um, we just had uh, our first seminar since uh, February. And it was a, it was a face to face uh, seminar at the Hilton Garden nice. Inn, and we had a great turnout. We yeah. had a lot of people show up. We did it social media, uh, social distancing, social media. I was going to say social yeah. distancing approved, uh, and we made sure people were were safe and, and that whole thing. But here's the deal: I'm finding as a as an advisor, people that have been working from home have said and come in and said, you know what. I kind of like this. And now some, some of these companies want them to go back to the office. And now they're coming into me saying, Hey, Kev, you know what? I'm ready to get done because I don't want to go back to the office. <laughs> I don't want to go back. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to go back. And so I'm like, Oh, great. Let's put that plan in place and let's figure out how to do this right now. And so that's changed. Some of my job is now it's spurring people on. So as a result, our seminars have good attendance again and still, um, we have many more calls from the radio shows and the TV shows mm -hmm. because I think people are starting to pay attention to that and say, hey, I really need to take take uh, initiative here and call an advisor up like us. Or if you have an advisor, maybe like your advisor and get a plan in place so I can get done. And as we look at this, you, you talked about the retirement income planning the, the workshop that you just had. And the good news is uh, later this week, we're, you're going to have the virtual version of that. And there's much less people signed up for the virtual version, which I was actually, frankly, surprised. We got a handful huh. of a uh, good response. Um, 
on the virtual uh, virtual coming up, but uh, as far as signed up for it, but we had many more people uh, in the attendance uh, at the Hilton Garden. So it, that's a I didn't expect that, but I'm I'm glad to see that. Sure. Well, I'll tell you what, we are up against the clock, Kevin, and and uh, so if you'd like to uh, have a face to face with Kevin and the team, now'd be a good time to give him a call. Great idea, Steve. For the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, this is a great opportunity to come on in, sit down, and really put together that financial roadmap once and for all, and, and sit down with Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates. They take that oh, that complex financial world, and it can get pretty complicated. Things can get tricky. No question about that. They can help smooth it out make it easy to understand. Get a true, practical financial review. That second opinion is really important right now, and it starts with a phone call. It's 800 998 800-998-5649. 5649. Get the comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras that go along with it, the portfolio x-ray, the social security analysis, all of that and more. And then when you leave, when you walk out, you're going to have in your hand that roadmap, that guide can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. If you ask most people in their 60s, they will tell you they're ready to retire. When we come back, we've got some reasons why you may want to put it off until you're at least 66. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. History of Money. Currency is, in many ways, just a symbolic version of the barter system. If you give me that candy bar, I'll give you this piece of paper that's equal to one U.S. dollar. Flashback to ancient China, when tools and weapons were used to barter for goods. Sometime around 1100 BC, the Chinese decided to go symbolic with these trades, so they didn't have to keep passing around arrows and swords back and forth. They cast miniature replicas of those same tools and weapons from bronze and traded those instead. Over time, people got tired of the sharp edges and irregular shapes of the miniatures, and so the symbolic pieces were replaced by flat circles. These were the first coins. The money world is always changing, sometimes quite literally. 
Sit down with a financial coach and make sure that you're up on the latest trends and financial strategies so you don't find yourself in retirement holding nothing but a bag of hammers. We are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee, of course, is here. Kevin is a fiduciary. He is an independent. Uh, he's uh, an author uh, of a book called Every Dime Every Day and uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. And boy, yeah, that's it. People get to be, you know, that early 60s and they're thinking, all right, I got to pick a spot to be done here. And um, But there are occasions and reasons and, and really different different motivations, really. Maybe you want to put that off for a little while longer. Yeah. And, and I'll make a comment to the radio listeners right now. If you ever call up and, and come in and visit with us, I'm not going to try to push you to 66. I'm okay. just making a note that we'll cover some reasons why, but I, I love retiring 50-year-olds, 55, 58-year-olds oh, yeah. all day long. We we got done a lot of planning for that. So if that's your, your position, come on in and don't be uh, put off by this segment. But I wanted to talk about this, Steve, because there are some reasons why people might consider waiting until 66, which is most people's full retirement age. Sure. And actually, if you're born after 1960, your full retirement age is 67. Okay. So just a little side note to that. And and when I say full retirement age, that means when you qualify for your full Social Security. Okay. But yeah, absolutely. And in fact, Social Security is one of the things we'll talk about here, because if you wait, there's a lot more money involved. There is. So it's about 8% a year difference. If you take it at early, at 62, let's say it's about a 25% reduction. If you wait and your full retirement is 66 and you wait until 70 years old, which is the max Social Security, you get a 32% increase. So there's a big range in how much you could potentially collect. I just had a, uh, talking about uh, retiring somebody at 58, 59, I had somebody in here, uh, wife was 58 and he's 59 and a half, going to be 60 and a half next September. And he come in and said, listen, I'm, I'm retiring from a company. I've been there 31 years. I have a really good pension. He had a great pension. I said, uh, you know, what about health insurance? We talked through that. What What are the, some of the options? We have a health insurance specialist with us so we can plug people into that, to, that you know, if they need to talk about health insurance. But the, the whole point was is I want to, his point, I want to retire at 60 and a half, which is next year. How do I do that? And can I do that? Do I have enough money saved was his big question to me. We laid out a plan. It was a great plan. I said, listen, because of your pension, I'm going to recommend that you're going to retire next year, obviously, which is your goal, that you end up collecting, you and your wife end up collecting Social Security at 62 because the pension gives them the out. It allows them, plus they've had enough, they've got enough money saved to be able to uh, supplement uh, the pension and Social Security. But the, the fact is the break-even point for Social Security for a married couple is about 79 years old. That means if, it, if you wait to collect, you have to both, if you collect early, I'm sorry, if you, you both have to live past 79 for it to make sense to wait or not. So with a pension, not having to worry about the higher Social Security, it gives them the ability to say, yep, I can collect it 62 and not have to worry about it because the pension give them the, the, really the extra. Sure. Well, and again, every situation is different. And, and sometimes it does make sense to take Social Security. I mean, the situation you just laid out, that makes perfect sense. It totally does. And then, then you get the people that come in and, that haven't saved enough uh, for retirement. Maybe they come in with 100, 150, 200,000 in, in retirement money saved. And all of a sudden, they want to retire but I'm like, well, you got to think about this because maybe if you work another year or two or, or try to push that as long as you can, you, you're going to need the higher Social Security because you haven't really saved enough to supplement the Social Security, particularly if you talk about living another 25 or 30 years. So the, what's the cost of living going to be down the road? So that would be my concern with somebody that hasn't saved enough is I'm usually directing them to say, hey, can we push this out another year or two to figure out if we can make this work and then get you a higher Social Security benefit? The other thing is if you're married, 
if you wait to take Social Security for the higher earner, if somebody passes away, the survivor has the higher earner's Social Security. So there's some benefit to the survivor uh, ability uh, and, and, that, and that person, what they get for income as far as waiting to take Social Security as well. So it's not easy, Steve. There's a lot of complicated parts and moving pieces to Social Security that have to be talked about. And again, it's it's a matter of, yeah, if you're in your 66-year range, do you retire? Can you retire? I don't know. Let's have that conversation. And if you can, let's let's put a plan in place to do that right away. Yeah. All right. I like the idea. 800-998-5649 is the number that can get you started. And uh, so we're talking about things, you know, reasons why you may want to work a little longer. And we talk about more savings and less expenses. What what does that mean? Well, more savings means if you, let's say you retire earlier. Okay. And you, you let's say, let's say you don't take Social Security, where are you going to take that money from? You're going to take it from your savings accounts right. and your retirement accounts. Um, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of clients that do that balance, and I'm not opposed to that. I'm not a fan of somebody with only a, a few hundred thousand dollars bleeding down their retirement savings to wait to take Social Security. If you've got, you know, six, seven, eight hundred thousand saved in retirement monies, okay, I, I can justify making a plan to say, yep, wait to take Social Security, and you can utilize a couple of years of income from your retirement savings because it's not going to drain you. Uh, but if you don't have enough saved, th- th- there's got to be a balance there, and so, and less less expenses means. If you do come up to, to 66 years old, let's say, and you have a mortgage, well, maybe if you work another year or two, if that's part of the plan, you're going to be able to chop some of those uh, payments down and uh, some of the mortgage balance or any other debt that you might have. So that's what that means. More more savings, less expenses. Okay. Getting, getting yourself with a, a, a smaller budget need, basically. Sure. Well, we have to talk about health care, especially if you're retiring early, earlier than 65. I mean, that has to be a, a big part of the uh, the puzzle here. Yes. So uh, to note this other uh, couple that just come in, as I said, uh, he's looking to retire earlier. And I said, exactly like I said, everybody, it's the elephant in the room. Health insurance cost before you get to be on Medicare is always a problem. Now, in this case, this guy's wife has underlying health conditions, serious ones, and she's still working though. And I said, listen, she legitimately has a potential case for social security disability. And so I said, she's only 58. So if I was you, I would recommend to go start that conversation with Social Security Disability and apply for that because she she really struggling at work and she really could use the benefit of staying home and and not having to do that that normal job that she has. Plus, if she's going to qualify for Social Security Disability, after 24 months, she can qualify to get on Medicare. So she doesn't have to wait till 65. It gives you the benefit to be able to not work as long and not carry her on your health care plan at work. Wow. So it gives you the early out from your from your work as well, not have to work in, you know to cover your wife because she has some serious health care conditions. So, um, well, I mean, here's lot- the, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there is to me what you just explained. I I'm thinking a lot of people don't really understand that. No, I mean, don't know what the I, options are, and and really that's what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And the guy left. She didn't come because she's got the underlying health conditions, so she's sure. like hibernating, and I understand that. But he come and he said that he was took, taking all kinds of notes. And I drew up on the whiteboard all kinds of things and strategies. And he couldn't believe that the fact that I was walking him through this. And I was basically painting a clearer picture of him being able to put his resignation in, which yeah. makes me smile because he, he left kind of giddy. Like, wow, this is doable if we do this, this, and this. I like that. Boy, uh, you know, so again, we're talking about things that uh, we will do maybe to, to delay retirement or even retire early. Um, you get more home equity. Uh, well, that makes sense. If you got a mortgage, I mean, the longer you pay it, the more equity you're going to get. 
Yeah, and obviously, if we have uh, you know appreciation continuing in the real estate market like we've seen in the last couple of years, um, you know, real estate doesn't go up in a straight line. Neither do stocks. But again, you could have potentially more equity. Which at some point, if you wanted to draw a, a a home equity line of credit or something like that to to do some extra stuff, or maybe buy a motorhome or whatever, who knows? There's all kinds of possibilities to be able to have that as a, that as a benefit. Sure, and then uh, higher pension benefits. That's an option too. Is I mean, the longer you work, the more you're going to get in a pension. If you're fortunate enough to the, have one. Well, if you're fortunate enough to have exactly what I was just going to say. So. Um, fortunately, uh, some people have pensions, unfortunately pensions have become a thing of the past. So yeah, if you have a, a company pension right now, the longer you work and, and usually you have higher earnings at the end of your career, most pensions are based on the last biggest three years of your earnings history. So oh. it, it ends up uh, benefiting them. I have a, a cousin who's, uh, uh, got a handful of years left in a, uh, a police department, uh, locally. And, uh, he took a night shift. And I said, after being a detective, I said, are you crazy taking a night shift, you know, 11 to 7, whatever it is? He says, no, Kev, you got to understand. He says, my my pension, I'm beefing up because I get a raise to go to the night shift. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. enough <laughs> said. I understand. All right. Yeah, that may, totally makes sense. That justifies it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, one of the other things we have to consider, and we talk about it frequently, is we're living longer. And and boy, that becomes more evident every day as you, you know, to see somebody who's 102 is not uncommon. It's not uncommon, and uh, that's that's kind of a, a benefit, but it's a problem, the fact that we're living longer. So my point being is this particular couple, I'll, I'll, I could talk probably the whole show on this case because there's a lot of case study pieces here. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I said, what are you going to do? You're going to be 60 and a half years old. What do you do with your time? You're young and healthy. He says, well, we're going to buy a motorhome. We're going to travel to the United States for about a year. I said, great. Then what? <laughs> then what are you going to do? Uh, so because- what happens is people typically think, hey, retirement's going to be great. I'm going to be driving around the United States in this camp or motorhome, having fun doing stuff. But that gets kind of not old necessarily, but you, you want to start to think about doing some other things. So ultimately, people come back and they, they figure out their, where they're going to spend their time and maybe snowbird, but then find something to go do. And most people are going to go find something to do with a paycheck. Um, not necessarily because they need it, but just because, hey, if they're going to spend time doing something, they might as well get compensated to do that. Right. Um, and so, you know, what do you, point being is now that people are living longer, if you retire at 60, you could have 25 or 30 years in front of you or 35 years in front of you potentially. What are you doing with all that time? At least do something to keep yourself busy. Mentally and active, uh, actively staying busy is the most crucial thing, I think, for, for retirees. And folks, if you're interested in uh, having that conversation with Kevin, why don't we uh, go ahead and open up the lines again, Kevin, and invite folks to call. Get on your calendar. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, here it is, a, a great opportunity to, to sit down and, you know, maybe you've never done it before. Maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Put that financial roadmap together. It's really important to have it in writing and have that plan in place to help get you to where you want to be when it comes to retirement. It's a, it's a, a lot of complicated uh, formulas, a lot of complications that can come up. Kevin's there for you to help smooth it out, make it easy to understand. It's a practical financial review, and it starts with that phone call at 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And then when you walk out the door, you'll have in your hand that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we've got 10 great tips that could help keep your finances in tip-top shape as you move to and through retirement. You don't want to miss number four. Nightmare Retirement Consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk. Run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800 998 800-998-5649. Celebrity Money Mistakes. Thomas Kincaid was an American painter of popular, realistic, pastoral, and idyllic subjects. He's notable for the mass marketing of his work as printed reproductions and other licensed products via the Thomas Kincaid Company. He characterized himself as Thomas Kincaid, painter of light a phrase that he protected through trademark. According to Kincaid's company, one in every 20 American homes owns a copy of one of his paintings. Kincaid received many awards for his works, including multiple National Association of Limited Edition Dealers and Artist of the Year and Graphic Artist of the Year, and his art was named Lithograph of the Year nine times. Kincaid is reportedly one of the most counterfeited artists due in large part uh, because of the advances in affordable, high-resolution digital photography and printing technology. Additionally, mass-produced hand-painted fakes from countries such as China and Thailand abound in the U.S. and around the globe. In 2011, the Kincaid Studio said that Kincaid was the most collected artist in Asia but received no income from those regions due to widespread forgery. According to his girlfriend, Kincaid died in his Montesoreno, California home in April of 2012. His wife Nanette had filed for divorce two years earlier and was the trustee of the estate. The official cause of death is listed as accidental overdose of alcohol and Valium. However, his girlfriend stated that the artist died in his sleep very happy in the house he built with the paintings he loved and the woman he loved. Despite his $50 million in wealth and careful artistry, he had left behind sloppy notes bequeathing his girlfriend $10 million and a Northern California compound. Needless to say, Kincaid's wife took issue with that. 
which is another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for retirement and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, taking into account all necessary details. Hey folks, welcome back. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, uh, you know, Kevin, the challenge for us, I think, and, and you, you'd agree with me, is, is we talk about the same things, but we want to put a different look on it, a different spin to it, because I think there are so many subtleties when, it, and boy, the last, what, four years or three years that we've worked together, man, there's just so many pieces. And, uh, you know, you gotta, there are certain basic things that you need to know. <laughs> the other challenge that you and I have is we we talk about the 10 great tips we never somehow we never get through 10 tips so. <laughs> i know well there's that yes exactly. there's all kinds of things to talk about amongst these tips so let's let's try to see how many we can get through today steve fair enough <laughs> we uh, well understanding your lifestyle expenses another word for that is budget um you know we have to that's really you got to deal with that and i know people yes. don't want to my wife among them but uh, but yes. again, you realize, okay, that's the reality. I'm a grown-up. I have to deal with this. Well, here's the thing. It, doing a budget, it's an, it's an ugly word to some people. So sure. that doesn't mean uh, you have to you know be ha hold your hand to the fire. Understanding your life, lifestyle expenses, first thing I do when I jump on the whiteboard in the office is budget need. And then number one, the basics, running a household. Number two, lifestyle. And what is that number? The importance of that number is because the whole model of retirement planning starts there. If you tell me your budget need is $2,000 a month, well, that's unrealistic, number one. But secondly, I'm, I'm, a, and I'm now quizzing people saying, well, you forgot groceries, <laughs> you forgot <laughs> insurances, you forgot this, you forgot that. So what I want people to do is go back home, come back with a number, and maybe it's five, six, seven, eight thousand, whatever that number is for your household. And then we can build the model from that point. That's why it's important, Steve. Well, and the, the thing is, is, is you are so experienced in helping to build that model to, you know, to take a person's situation, whatever it might be, and everybody's different, and to be able to put that together, that's so reassuring, that's so comforting for folks that you, you know, take to and through retirement. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm grinning because I had a, a brand new client on board a couple of weeks back up in the Bangor area, and um, he's a pharmacist, and she works at a uh, a banking institution, and so when I, I'm chuckling because it's just funny his response. I finished my my second presentation showing the plan that I laid out. Is a second meeting we're having. I laid out this great. I mean, it was a, it was great because they had done the heavy lifting. By the way, they, they had they had done all the work to save all that they had. But when I got done my presentation, showing the plan, showing what we were going to do here, there, and everywhere, and he, his only words were, "You have some skill." <laughs> I laughed. I said, "Well, yeah, I guess I do because I can I can put the puzzle together without the emotional attachment." Meaning, it's so a, it's important. a puzzle to me, and that's that's the important part exactly. So as we go through this list, um, now we have to be aware of things that will change from a from a expense standpoint in retirement. Some things will go down, but some things are going to go up. Yes. Uh, that's a myth that people uh, think that their expenses will go down in retirement. It's a myth to think that your, your taxes will go down in retirement, particularly if you're going to retire in the next five, four, five, six years. Um, so what we want to do is make sure we're building in. Again, we talked earlier in today's show about maintaining lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Make sure we build that budget to not have a decrease in expenses because that's an that's an unknown. 
We want to make sure we maintain your budget need based on today's lifestyle and then build an inflation factor into that. What's the cost of living going to be in 25 years? God only knows what the amount of money we're printing in this country. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, but it has to be built into the plan as best we can to figure out an increase in your your uh, income every single year to get you to that uh, that end game, uh, so to speak. And again, one of the other factors that we have to consider is taxes, because as we talk about week after week, it's always tax day in retirement. You've got to constantly be aware. You do. And again, as I just mentioned, one of the most important things to pay attention to is the taxes on your retirement accounts. Uncle Sam has his hands in your pocket and they'll never come out until you figure out how to adjust that taxable money to a non-tax state. And it might take some time to do that, but let's figure that out now because again, what happens in November is important policy-wise. Politics aside, forget politics. I'm talking policy-wise. If the White House stays the same, the tax rates likely will stay low until they expire in 2025. If the White House changes and Congress changes in and Senate changes in, in, uh, in November this year, you're going to see tax policy change right away. And that's going to be a big effect on retirees' taxable um, income amounts and how much they're going to pay on their retirement accounts and taxes. I, well, I, again, it's the great unknown at this point, isn't it? It's the great unknown, but we do know that the current tax rates, assuming everything stays as they are in in uh, November, we've got a five-year window to to maybe do some Roth conversions. Maybe we do some Roth contributions instead of uh, pre-tax contributions and adjust some things right now to take advantage of them. And by the way, it, if you're already retired, it's not too late to look at Roth conversions and strategies to minimize taxes in the future. In fact, it's a great time because your income is le likely less than when you were working. Sure. So there's probably a bigger gap to be able to do some of the conversions. One of the things that, and we talked about, you mentioned don't miss number four. Well, we're at number four, uh, and that is creating a retirement paycheck. You just said it. You know, you start by doing some Roth conversions. I mean, you, it's up to us as individuals to create that retirement paycheck. I mean, if you don't have a pension, that's up to us. That's right. So uh, again, when I'm drawing that model out on a whiteboard and, and kind of uh, illustrating to people that are in the office, how, to, how do we build this and what does this look like? That fixed income portion, it could be Social Security if they have Social Security. It could be a pension, mainstay retirement, whatever that is. And then there's a gap between your budget need, like, like we just talked about, and then your, your income. So now we look at the retirement monies and figure out how do we take some of that, to enough of that money to put it in a bucket that we will siphon off and take withdrawals to supplement your income on the fixed side to fill that budget gap. And if that sounded complicated, it, it kind of is. But if, if, if I explain it in a simple way, I'll explain it simpler when you come into the office. But it's a matter of taking some of your money from your re current retirement accounts, set it aside in a designated pot of money so that you're using that to siphon money off of to supplement your fixed income like Social Security to fill your budget gap. That's that's what I'm talking about. Well, and it, 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 I mean, in, in real oversimplified terms, uh, every dollar that you've saved for retirement has a job, and you help us assign those jobs so that that money will last. That's exactly in a, that's a great way to put it. So every dollar you have has a job, and and eventually we get to spend it, and, and not and, and not feel bad about it, and oh, hopefully you spend it. <laughs> I have more conversations with clients than not to say. You should be spending some money because, again, a lot of people that have saved up a lot of money over the years end up staying in that frugal state of mind. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, my wife and I are frugal as well. So I, I understand that. But there's a transition that should happen 
to uh, loosen up the purse strings, so to speak. And uh, uh, some people never get into that mode that they have a comfort level to even spend money, even though they get more money than they'll ever need. Sure. Well, that's how they got that money. That's my point. Yeah, and uh, exactly how they got that money. Um, so again, there's a there's a there's a, stra- a little strategy that we'll put in play with people to be able to kind of uh, urge them along to to spend some of that money, and, and and it tend to it tends to work with some people. So we've talked about Social Security quite a bit in the last segment, and and but that is decided when to start. That's a huge decision in retirement, but. To, to go alongside that, uh, to, to consider, you know, when one spouse passes away, what happens then? I mean, that's a discussion that you also has to have to have. Bingo. So again, on that model we just talked about, you've got your fixed incomes plus the money you have set aside, designated to supplement your income. What happens when a spouse dies? And so the, the surviving spouse does not collect both social security checks. That's uh, a lot of people don't know that. What happens is the surviving spouse collects the higher of the two social security uh, checks. And if you, uh, if you aren't married and I've had a few conversations, I'm bringing this up because I've had a few conversations recently with unmarried couples that have been together 20 or 30 years or partners. And so if you're unmarried, if you, uh, if something happens, you have to be married for two years to be eligible for the survivor benefit for social security. So I'm bringing that up because you don't want to get married because of money. I get that. And there's some instances where people can't get married because of other other things going on in their lives in the past. That's that that's understandable. But if you're just living together and kind of muddling along in your life, and you just never took the initiative to get married just because, well, you might you might want to consider that because number one, if something happens to one of you, the survivor doesn't get the higher Social Security amount. So it could be a factor for the for the the person that's left behind. Wow. So and you said this has come up recently. I've had a few conversations in the last few weeks. Yeah, by you know, it's not that uncommon, believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, people are together and they're together seven years or ten years or twenty-five years or whatever. The, I had one forty years together, never been married, and uh, and never probably will get married. But I'm bringing it up, saying, "Hey, this is what happens. Just so you know, this is what happens when somebody dies. Your your choice to get married or not." Um, you know, sure. It's well, just, it's, it's well, it's good to have that conversation. And if if COVID and this whole 2020 has taught us anything, <laughs> even from a personal standpoint, uh, you gotta have an emergency fund. Well, we we talk about that all the time. And now, you know, my rule of thumb is uh, just like Dave Ramsey says: at least three to six months of emergency funds, meaning your your expenses paid, saved aside. You really ought to think of having 12 months set aside. And that wouldn't, you know, even a little bit more than that wouldn't hurt. Uh, because, you know, if we have a lengthy event again with something happening and all of a sudden you're out of work or something happens at the job or whatever, you you can, you don't have to worry. You can sleep at night knowing that you've got a year's worth of salary set aside for expenses to be able to pay the bills. Well, yeah. And, and boy, was <laughs> there was such a reality check this year for, for that. And, and uh, you know, again, that's that just makes sense. The uh, and and while well, we're up against the clock already, Kevin, let's go ahead and take another quick break and invite folks to give us a call in the meantime. Sounds great, Steve. For the next ten callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a four hundred ninety-nine dollar value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next ten callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. 
We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is, uh, a great opportunity for you to, to sit down, put a financial roadmap together if you've never done it before. Let Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates translate a lot of complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's a, it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described. It's going to include the portfolio x-ray, the, the Social Security analysis, all of that included, no cost, no obligation. And then when you walk out the door, you're going to have that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. From spousal benefits to the advantages of an HSA, questions about that and more when we come right back. such a blow to invest in. Do it right now. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. Celebrity Money Mistakes. Adam Yauch, a.k.a. MCA, or Neanderthal Hornblower, is probably best known as the founding member of the Beastie Boy. He was also a film director and human rights activist. He was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. The Beastie Boys, a hip-hop trio, released their first album on Def Jam Records when Yauch was 22. The Beastie Boys sold 40 million records worldwide by 2010. In April 2012, the group was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yauch was inducted in absentia because of illness. In 2009, he was diagnosed and unsuccessfully treated for a cancerous parotid gland and a lymph node. Yauch died at age 47. In May of 2012, he left behind a wife and daughter. In his last will and testament, the Beastie Boy scribbled a note on his will that prohibited the use of his music in commercials. But handwritten wishes on a will often lead to complications. The phrasing might not actually protect the work. His net worth was estimated at about $75 million at the time of his death. This is just another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for investment and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, including assessing your will, your trust, powers of attorney, and reviewing all beneficiary designations. Hey, 
we're back. Segment four already on the Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, and we've had a great conversation today, Kevin, about, you know, I mean, obviously different parts of retirement. But the good news is if folks want to get, uh, you know, face to face, so to speak, you've got uh, an asset preservation workshop coming up that's going to be live and in person. Yeah, we do have an asset preservation workshop coming up on September 22nd at the Hilton Garden Inn in Auburn, Maine. And again, uh, I was pleased at the turnout of the in-person seminar we had at the beginning of September. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm confident that we'll have a good turnout for that. It's going to be socially distances. Uh, if we have more than 50 people sign up, sometimes we have a lot more than 50 people sign up. We'll break up sessions over a couple of days probably, or maybe different times. We'll let people know. But if we keep this one session right now, it's scheduled for 10 a.m. until noon. Okay. So obviously we have limited seating because of the uh, the COVID rules. So if you want in on that, give us a call to the office and we'll get you registered for that. That sounds great. And and uh, so as oh, also coming up this week, now you had one back on the second, but now you're going to do the, the virtual version of that um, coming up this week. Yeah. So I'll cover first the asset preservation workshop. The virtual version of that is going to be the 30th of okay, September. Sir. Uh, but they, the retirement income planning workshop, we just did the in-person one here at the Hilton Garden Inn. We have the virtual one coming up on the 9th. Um, so if you want to sign up for that, that's a retirement income planning workshop, and we can get you registered for that as well. All right. Fair enough. And uh, all right, let's jump into a couple of questions here while we've got time. Uh, we start with Leonard in Rockport. Is that like the shoes? Is that where that comes from? Uh, Rockport's uh, the coast of Maine. Um, I don't know if, I don't think Rockport's shoes, not the shoes. Okay. But, all right. But it I sounds nice. I don't know. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great place. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Leonard uh, is in Rockport. He says, how's the social security spousal benefit calculated at full retirement age and at age 70? Good question. Um, the, the social security spousal benefit is, is, uh, calculated if your spouse, um, at 66, it's based on your 66, not at age 70 for, first of all. Okay. So your full retirement age, your spouse benefit will never be more than 50% than yours at full retirement age. So it doesn't calculate if you wait to take your, your benefit at 70, your spousal benefit does not go up, um, uh, by you taking yours later. Well, that's um, nice to that's, think if it would, but I understand that it won't. Yeah. Yeah, it won't. So just to keep that in mind and, and, uh, there's rules now around the timing of spousal benefits and you had to be born, uh, before a certain time, those type of things. So the, they, they, the ongoing changes with social security, which is why we stay up on top of it. We want to be able to educate our clients. So if you have questions, Leonard, beyond that, give us a shout. We'd love to talk to you. I'm out in Rockport once in a while and, uh, we can sit down and, and chat about your, your situation. All right. So there you go, Leonard. If you want to know more, it's 800 800- 989-5649. Let's go to George in Medway. George says, I'm 63. I just got an inheritance of about 200000 I have 15000 in credit card debt, 50000 left on my mortgage. So I could become debt-free, still have about 135000 left to invest, or I could invest all of it and just continue paying off debts over the next few years. What do you suggest? As I said earlier in today's show, I'm torn uh, with people having a mortgage and paying it off at retirement versus keeping the mortgage because of the low rates uh, in this environment. But uh, George, you're talking about it's inherited money, number one. $15,000 in credit card debts, I'm going to guess, is not at uh, 5 or 6%. So you're probably at the 12 to 15 or, or higher. And then um, 50000 left in the mortgage, depending on the rate. I probably would tell you, definitely pay off the credit cards. That's an easy decision. And then let's look at the rate that you're making, uh, that you're paying on the mortgage and figure out if it's below 3%, maybe we take the money and invest and then pay the mortgage off over the next couple of years to, to split out the uh, tax burden. 
Sure. All right. Well, there you go. 800-998-5649 to have the conversation, George. Uh, let's move on to Erica in Sebago. says, uh, I've got 640000 in a previous employer's 401k and 100000 in my new employer's plan. Do you recommend I merge the two? Both funds offer similar investment options. My only motivation is based on simplifying paperwork during retirement, although there may be other advantages I am not aware of. Great question, Eric. I, I encounter this often. The problem with 401ks is limited advice and limited fund availability, uh, investment uh, choices. So how we tactically manage money, in my opinion, if you roll those together and kept them in a 401k, it sounds simpler, but it's going to cost you a ton of money because it's not going to be managed uh, efficiently. And, and it's not going to have the risk management that you're you really should be looking for getting closer to retirement. Versus if you looked to an advisor like what we do here at our firm, and rolled over that previous employer's 401k to a traditional IRA that we can tactically manage and minimize the risk um, and maximize the gains by doing a tactical strategy, you're going to be way better off. So it sounds like it might be simplifying, but it's going to cost you a lot of money if you don't. Uh, if, if you don't look elsewhere and look uh, for an IRA uh, setup. Well, Erica, if you want to have a conversation, it's 800-998-5649. Go ahead and make that phone call now. We have uh, we have got Aaron in uh, New Sharon. Uh, says, I'm 71 years old on Medicare. I do not have a health savings account or an HSA. My wife is 63 years old and is not on Medicare but she has an HSA. She contributes $33.50 per year. If she contributes $65.50 for the family, can I draw upon that for my medical expenses? I like this question. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, thanks for writing in. I do seminars often over in the Farmington area. Um, so it's close to you. So give us a shout and we'll get you some future dates. But uh, the answer to that is your spouse can use her HSA money for herself, her spouse, any dependents claimed on a tax return. And so the answer is yes, uh, you, you can use that money uh, because you're the spouse. And uh, so, yes, you cannot put into HSAs because you're above 65. She still has the ability for two more years till she gets to be Medicare age. Mm -hmm. um, so tell her to keep taking advantage of that HSA deduction because she gets to deduct that as a tax deduction as well. The HSA is sort of the retirement's little secret. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people don't have them and they don't have a, a compatible health care plan, which is why... Um, it's not that common. It's certainly not as common as I would like to see it in the markets. It's partly because you have to have a compatible, uh, higher deductible healthcare plan to be able to get uh, an HSA. But if you do, uh, and you can do an HSA contribution, it's like doing an IRA contribution. It's it's tax deductible, but the the uh, money comes out like a Roth, tax free, as long as it's used for medical uh, uh, care. Wow. So, I mean, really, you could, I mean, so if you were younger than that, uh, you know, do you encourage people if they're on a high deductible medical plan to to really take advantage of the HSA? Oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just said the, the best of both worlds, you get a tax deduction and it's tax-free coming out. I like that. It's like doing an IRA contribution with, with the, the Roth uh, privilege of, of no taxes coming out. So as long as it's used for healthcare reasons. Um, yeah, you definitely want to take advantage of if you have a compatible healthcare plan. So you were talking about TV earlier. I guess we were talking before we went on the air. And, and uh, let's talk about the TV show for a second. I mean, it is on pretty much all weekend long in a couple of different places, right? Yeah, we've got five uh, different uh, time slots that were on TV. And it's been great, Steve. We've been on now for about six, seven months, eight months even. Mm -hmm. Time flies, I guess. I've done 24 episodes of uh, Retire Now TV. Uh, if somebody's not able to catch those uh, on TV, 
at the different time slots. You can find the time slots on my website, number one, at uh, frisbeebenefits.com, spell F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S.com. Plus, all 24 shows are posted on the website. So you can go watch any one of those episodes. Um, be in Medicare season coming up in the next month. I've done uh, a show with a couple of my Medicare advisors, Rick George, the Medicare man out of Brunswick, Maine, and Chris Parnell. Uh, also, one of the big Medicare people here at Frisbee and Associates. Those are episodes number 22 and 23. If you're going to sift through the TV shows, so mm-hmm. you can look at all things Medicare, uh, especially with Medicare season just around the corner. And then also on the website, as I, you know, as you know, um, all the the radio shows for the last almost two years are podcasts on the on the website. So if you if you miss part of today's show, it's already posted on the website. Um, uh, you can well, will be posted on the website. You sure. can listen to it over there. Well, and again, but with the TV show, it's really fun to be able to go there and and kind of get to meet you guys, all of you guys. I mean, again, I've met most of you guys, but but again, to sit there and watch you guys on TV and and the interaction that you have, it's 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 pretty good stuff. It's not boring television by any stretch. It's not boring, and you know what? That the point you just said is, I had a uh, uh, person come in, uh, uh, radio caller at one point, come in to meet me. Didn't the wife didn't want to come in. And so uh, she was watching TV one Sunday and, and there I was. And she says, come here. Is this the guy you keep trying to get me in to go see uh, in, in his office? And, and sure enough, that was me. Well, she watched the show and she felt a better comfort level, I guess, because she had angst about meeting a financial person because she didn't want to be pressured and all that kind of stuff, like like what goes a lot of times with, with our profession. And come to find out, she says, hey, this guy's not so bad. And <laughs> And it is me, you know, Steve, as people come to find out, you come in and have a conversation. It is exactly like you're hearing on the radio or watching on TV. Right. It is how it is. So, and I, I joke, I said, it'd be a problem if it was different, right? I mean, if, if, if I was a different person in person, uh, you know, face to face and, uh, you should turn around and walk out of the office. Cause that's that the TV show or radio show is not real, but no, it's the real me. It is how we practice. It's how we built our practice and, uh, it'll never change. So I'll, I'll welcome all the calls, uh, you know, if you want to watch a show first, go watch one of the shows and then come on in. I like it. 800-998-5649. And boy, Kevin, once again, we are out of time. And uh, so one more time, last opportunity today to go ahead and make that call. Get on the calendar. We're a little face-to-face with Kevin on the team. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Folks, don't miss this opportunity. This is the last time today that we will open the lines and invite you to call uh, to sit down, put a financial roadmap together. It's uh, it's a way that Kevin and the team can really translate a lot of complex financial world and makes it make it clear, make it easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review, and it does start with that phone call to 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Kevin described. It, 
you, and essentially, you know, you find out where you are today, and that's important, but it's even more important because then you'll have a roadmap. It's the guide that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. As always, Kevin, one of my favorite hours of the week right here with you. It flies by. We have so much to talk about. And uh, anybody that's going to call the show, as I said, we're giving the free consultations for the first 10 callers. And don't be surprised. We're going we're gonna to return the call within an hour of the show ending. So pick up the phone. If you don't recognize the number, it's probably somebody here at Frisbee and Associates. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We do hope you found the information helpful. We'll be back again next week. New topics, new questions, that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.